This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. It was a busy day in farm policy with some of the biggest developments happening inside the D.C. Beltway. But first, a look at some overseas news. The Black Sea Grain Initiative will now remain in effect until mid-July. Negotiators announce an extension today of the deal that allows Ukrainian grain to hit the world market. United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres told reporters today the world needs the fruits of the agreement. These agreements matter for global food security. Ukrainian and Russian products feed the world. Under the Black Sea Initiative, more than 10 million tons of food have been exported. Vital food supplies are reaching some of the world's most vulnerable people and places, including 30,000 tons of wheat that just left Ukraine aboard the WFP chartered ship to feed hungry people in Sudan. Bill Thompson has a look at the extension in his story on agripulse.com. Also online today, House Republican appropriators rolled out a new bill to fund the Department of Agriculture and Food and Drug Administration in the next fiscal year, and some big cuts are included in the package. The bill would cut USDA's total funding by more than 30 percent. The savings come from cutting some funding tied to climate mitigation activities and tightening the authority of the Ag Secretary over the Commodity Credit Corporation. Also tucked away in the measure is language to stop USDA from implementing rules on contracting practices in the meat and poultry space, more funding for USDA's system to track foreign land ownership, and lowering existing work requirements for the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program to age 55. The bill actually increases the budget for the Food and Drug Administration, adding another $16 million to bring that agency's total to $6.58 billion. The bill is scheduled to be marked up tomorrow morning. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for the latest. It's looking more and more likely that debt ceiling talks underway between the White House and Capitol Hill could include work requirement changes. President Joe Biden offered an update on the talks at the White House today before heading overseas for the G7 summit. He says work requirements are on the table, but he's going to be limited in what he will agree to in the talks. I'm not going to accept any work requirements that's going to impact on medical health needs of people. I'm not going to accept any work requirements that uh, go much beyond what is already. Well, I, I voted years ago for the work requirements that exist. But it's possible there could be a few others, but not anything of any consequence. Democrats in the House and Senate say changes to the SNAP work requirements are unnecessary since existing language limits benefits to three months of every three years for able-bodied adults without dependents. But Republicans have pushed back, saying states are using waivers to circumvent that limitation. Biden says he expects the deliberations to continue over the weekend with officials he's cleared to negotiate on his behalf. But he also noted the parameters have been narrowed through his talks with Republican and Democratic leaders of the House and Senate. We're going to come together because there's no alternative we to do the right thing for the country. We have to move on. And uh, to be clear... This negotiation is about the outlines of what the budget will look like, not about whether or not we're going to, in fact, pay our debts. The leaders have all agreed we will not default. Every leader has said that. Finally today, Shotiel Torres-Small has cleared the Senate Ag Committee. 
She's currently serving as USDA's Rural Development Undersecretary and has been nominated to fill the Deputy Secretary slot vacated by Jewel Bernard's departure earlier this year. Her confirmation hearing was just last week, and her nomination is not expected to be controversial, so she could continue moving quickly so long as no senator places a hold on her nomination. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farm Bureau is calling on Congress to stand up for family farms by stopping the unfair H-2A adverse effect wage rate rule. Support the resolution of disapproval. Learn more at fb.org labor. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.